Welcome to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Worker Wellness Day. It is. Continuing our series with our friend Deaconess Heidi Gaiman. I love my shepherd.com is her website. You can find some handy resources there uh, to uh, to keep you healthy if you're a church worker family or if you care about church workers, which I hope you do. Uh, <laughs> Deaconess Heidi Gaiman, also a licensed mental health provider. I'm still learning what that means. Um, but uh, <laughs> Heidi, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Today, I love this topic. One of my vacation. <laughs> vacation makes me want to sing a song from the 80s. Oh, brother. Vacation. Yeah, see, there she goes. Is that legal? Even? No, we don't have the rights to that. <laughs> okay. So. I think it's before it. my time. <laughs> it, it, Wait, I mean, I think that. The 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's before my time. <laughs> Wow, I feel old now. How about you, Andy? <laughs> I feel old every day. Um, I work with a millennial. Somebody's going to do the social media around here. <laughs> I could go on with jokes about, yeah, I won't. So vacation. Vacation important for church workers. Uh, yes, no. Do they oh, take vacation? Everyone. <laughs> I mean, everyone. everyone. And I think that's part of it. It's like, I think we forget that we don't exist on an island and it's honestly vacation isn't just for us it's for everybody else too and and by taking vacation i do think that's part of uh showing people healthy rest Mm -hmm. and that's an important aspect of ministry is is modeling and not that there's an expectation to that and you should show people the right way but like at the same time there is a benefit to taking vacation for yourself but then also if you need the incentive it teaches other people to take vacation however i think you just described my dream job showing people modeling people how to, how to vacation there you go you should be a travel blogger. i mean professional I, vacationer i i mean i there you go. not that you could top what i get to do wow. here i am living the dream right but <laughs> can we that would take we, it up it, just one how step we create this I want that job too. Can we teaching people how to vacation? Although I bet that could be kind of challenging uh, as we dig into this topic. There are some people that might find it challenging to disconnect oh, and no. and to to vacate. Oh, it is. Ooh, I like the use of that word vacate. I hadn't thought about that c- connection there. That's good. I, I like it. I'm intentional about that as a church worker. It's something I learned early on in uh, in my studies uh, as a church worker. I remember our uh, our practicum i think it was dce practicum we went out and visited church workers in the field um mostly lcms dces but we also did venture into um some other denominations meet some dres directors of religious education just to get a perspective of what happens in other church bodies too and one thing that i saw in common among some many church workers at the time and this is back in the dark ages um <laughs> was that there were many church church workers who felt that if they took time off, that they were somehow being unfaithful. If they took time away from their responsibilities in serving others in the church full time, mm-hmm. that they were being unfaithful to their vocation, unfaithful to their mm-hmm. their calling, and would feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. However, I also saw in those same individuals some serious burnout. Sure. Uh, many of them who were uh, further along in their careers, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. 15, 20 mm-hmm even 30 years in their career, if they make it that long, mm-hmm. uh, if they, you know, the, many of them were right around 15 years or so in their career, mm-hmm. were felt guilty about taking a day, a regular day off or right. vacation time. 
Yeah, one of the most helpful resources I've read on that particular topic is Family Vocation by uh, mm. Jean Veith and oh, yeah, Mary yeah. Murby. Mm-hmm. I say mm. her name wrong all the time, so I'll reference it in the show notes, right? But um, <laughs> is that they help church workers understand the idea of vocational church work underneath the umbrella of loving your neighbor and how that is different than vocational church work under the umbrella of loving God mm. in the in the table of the commandments. Um, and I thought this was really helpful because I think sometimes because church work is so intimately linked to our spiritual life mm-hmm. and our relationship with God, that sometimes we feel unfaithful to God, mm-hmm. like you're referencing. And so remembering that like that, that actual vocation actually the role of church work, I think, is more accurately categorized as us living out our life with our neighbor, um, whereas the spiritual application of our own personal faith and our faith within the body of Christ as a believer is more accurately categorized as the role of our relationship with God. And so I think that helps a little bit to remember that it's going to look a lot different then. We're not unfaithful to God by going on vacation. We're not unfaithful to that work. Uh, we are simply taking a moment to rest in God, which is really, really important for our relationship with God. Yeah. You, like Andy mentioned, burnout is a real thing and it happens across any, across any vocation. And you have to, uh, you have to take that time to rest in order to serve your neighbors as as well as you can. Right. And sometimes I have to convince church workers. That's why there's 10 reasons to take a vacation. <laughs> like some people need different reasons, right? And so if I cannot convince mm-hmm. you that vacation, because it's a modern cultural idea, is about rest, you know, and, and the biblical mandate for rest, the biblical concept of rest and creation, then let me convince you that you can minister somewhere else for a minute. Uh, <laughs> that sometimes you get to step into another location and go to a different church and worship with different people and see a different aspect Um, that when you go to an airport, I have more ministry conversations in an airport than I probably ever do sitting in the narthex of my church. Like there is ministry to be done in all different places. And so of course you don't just stop being a church worker, someone who cares uh, desperately about the gospel and, and wants that to be part of every part of their lives. You know, you can go do that in Florida. You can do that. You know, somewhere else. Yeah. That's Colorado great. Mountains. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is a bit of an American construct too. In our country, as opposed to most of the rest of the world, we have such um, such an emphasis on absolutely having to work our hardest all the time, or else we're less of a, of a person. Right. Um, not even just not fulfilling our vocation, but we're we're not we're not the people that that we that we should be because we're not resting. Right. Um, but. Why is rest so important for us? Right. I also think we forget that rest is relational. Um, And so rest gives not only our physical bodies a chance to recover our emotional well-being, um, but there needs to be a place in our life where we can just have conversation and it's not going anywhere. (laughs) You know, that's just a huge gift from God. Uh, and, And you have the ability then to sit with your Bible open on your lap and let God just direct you to a verse to read through it in our normal lives, in our current cultural context. You know, we don't live with siesta. We don't live with um, some of these other cultural ideas where we can just take a minute. And so we 
then in our current cultural context, create intentional ideas, vacation being one of them, so that we do put that in place of these other ideas. Hmm. We live in a hyper-connected world, too, that... Mm -hmm. Always. Turning it off is some of the hardest parts of actually going on vacation. And, and like you said, I think there is some ego involved in thinking that we mm -hmm. are indispensable. Absolutely. Part of recognizing that we're poor, miserable sinners saved by grace is that we are absolutely dispensable. The only one needful is Christ. Uh, and so our church can survive without us. Our ministry can survive without us. Things It's not always pleasant to come back to all those emails on Monday <laughs> and all of that junky stuff but but it is good for our psyche and our uh leadership to know that we aren't necessary i remember one conversation and this might be from a book you referenced well i don't know if you're referencing it earlier life in the fishbowl do you oh, remember that book i do remember that book i we wasn't read referencing it. it but yeah it probably was i think we read it was that coleman i think we'll have to coleman. put a link in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> we had i remember back in the dark ages the the 90s, we read that as part of our, our Yeah, it had some work. really jazzy yeah. 90s colors on oh, the cover, yes. you know? Yes. Yeah, but I do think it gives you a lens in order to look through. Yes, yes. Uh, and I think I could, I'm not sure if I'm right on this or not. I think this story comes from there. Okay. Uh, it could be from some other place. <laughs> I need a fact checker. Google it, <laughs> listener. Uh, I remember a conversation. <laughs> I don't remember this happened in a a. A, a meeting at church or if this was in the book uh, but it was similar to stuff in the book if it wasn't in the book uh, someone a pastor in a church like council meeting and talking about taking a day off and and uh, you know requesting to have some time off and the members in the meeting said pastor the devil never takes a day off why should you take one off Oof. and oh, he said I understand that but if I continue to work every day I'm going to look a lot like the devil too <laughs> That's a really good response. <laughs> I know, and we have to, I think, prepare ourselves sometimes for people's responses that aren't biblically accurate. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we all spout off stuff that's wrong, and <laughs> and you're okay. it's, there's grace. Like, you can be wrong sometimes, but we occasionally have to correct ourselves, and guess what? We occasionally have to correct other people gently in speaking the truth in love and saying, you know, God values rest. I would classify this as very needful rest at this place in time, and it is part of my call documents. You know, I mean, like... <laughs> well. Yeah, Some most things. call documents would include that. Right, and I would find the language that you need in order mm -hmm. to, to be a little bit assertive about it. There are places in our lives we're going to have to be pretty assertive about it gently. Yeah. Nicely. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I mean, pastors maybe are, are the, the most... Uh, common example but scheduling can be nuts you can have a funeral and then another funeral and then a wedding and then more funerals and and there can be times when i mean you're working for three weeks yeah straight just because you have to so mm -hmm. um and i know you have these 10 these 10 reasons why that right that we'll we'll have on our website uh with this program but how, how how do you even do it <laughs> yeah i think it's really hard and my husband and i were just talking he's a pastor so often the I think of Lutheran school teachers when I think of those who need a vacation because they are like workhorses. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. they're amazing. As much as a pastor's job is 24 seven, the teachers, they, 
I'm amazed. Especially they, the 12-month contract teachers. Exactly. I was going to say, you don't mm-hmm. always turn it off. Like, sometimes you have summer camps, and sometimes you have, uh, especially in secondary education and stuff, things keep going and everything. And so I think one of the things that makes it different from a call perspective, from a worker in the church perspective is again, that it's relational. You value, how do you decide not to come back from vacation for that one funeral? Uh, because you love that person and mm-hmm. they are part of your body of Christ. That's a hard decision to make. It's not just a work decision. It's a relational decision. And same thing with the teachers. They want the best for all of those students sitting in their seats and they know that it's multifaceted, that it's not just about them teaching them history or science, that there's a, a whole bunch of stuff put together, wrapped up with our relationship with God and one another. And so it is very difficult, I think, to separate those things. So giving uh, space and honestly asking God, you know, what what is appropriate here, what's not? I think that around the word, God speaks into our hearts for our individual context. We're whole people caring for whole people. Mm-hmm. Well, with the word of God, That's we're good. made whole, right? Right. <laughs> Deaconess Heidi Gaiman, uh, she's with, uh, she has ilovemyshepherd.com is her website, licensed mental health provider, and uh, continuing our series on caring for church workers. Oh,